welcome to Inside the Mind of, a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. Joining me today, he is a graphic designer. He is known as The Gift. I'm, of course, talking about Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. So let's let's get into the graphic design stuff because, first and foremost, how did you decide that's what you wanted to do? Because you're very talented at it. So I took a course in high school. Uh, I went to a technical career in education high school, so it was required. Okay. Uh, so I chose graphic design out of all the others because there was stuff for electricity, cars and i wasn't really into that so once i found out there was a graphic design program i was like i'm in this so i took the course in 2018 and that's where i got my start which is where i am right now so what made you decide to start doing the collages you've done one for the lgbtq plus uh, Black History Month, Hispanic Heritage Month. I think there's more that I'm missing, but what gave you the idea or the desire to do those? So the pandemic recently really changed everything for me. So I got more time to do art. And then for Black History Month in 2021, I was trying to like, you know, do a portrait for a Black wrestler every day, which and it kind of caught up to me. I got through like, I'd say about seven days. And then after it just got a little too much. So I was like, I'll make it, I'll make it up sometime during the year. So, and then pride month came around. So I wanted to do something for that. So I was like, you know what? I'll do make a collage of a bunch of wrestlers and just, it saves a lot of time and I don't really have to like draw and go into detail for every little thing. So it was much better. And Juneteenth was like a couple of days right after. So it took me, so I was like, you know what, I'll make up for it. And I did collages for that too. So what made you decide to add not just wrestlers, but people like in the IWC to the collages as well? So there were a few individuals, I like referees, managers, that were like, hey, I wanted to be a part of this. So I was like, okay. And when I first started, the first set that I made, I didn't really include too many. There was like a select few. And then last year was when I really implemented all the uh, other personalities. Yeah, I mean, I have the honor of being a part of that so thank you for including me in that that was very nice and it was so cool to see how many different people there are really in the the IWC besides the typical people you see in your timeline or your the people you're friends with it was very eye-opening I think for a lot of different people to see how many different people there are in the IWC so I think that was a very awesome thing you did. And I know you're planning on doing them again this year, right? Yes, I am. Are you going to do any other ones besides the ones I mentioned? Any new ideas for them? So this year I'm only doing the Pride Month collages and the Hispanic Heritage Month collages aside from the Hispanic Latinx Wrestling 500 list. So those two will go together 
sometime in, during the fall. And that's pretty much about it for those projects. Okay. Yeah. The uh, Hispanic Heritage Latinx 500, you did that all yourself, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> so talk me through that because I saw that list and I can't even think about all the work it took to even find the 500 people. Talk me through that process. So I did the collages. So it was. I highlighted about 700 plus wrestlers in that alone. Um, so a few wrestlers reached out to me. They were like, hey, you should totally do the list. There hasn't been any list made yet. And I, they felt that I was the perfect candidate to do it. And I was telling them that I was, you know, I thought it would be better for someone who's actually Hispanic to make the list. That the only thing Hispanic about me is my last name, but... <laughs> but then I was like you know what I might as well just go for it because no one's you know trying to step up and trying to do it so I was like you know what I have this list with all these wrestlers I might as well just go for it and make the list so when it came time to making the list it was kind of difficult to just narrow it down to just 500 from the 700 I have and then if I left out any wrestlers from the collages I had to include them in the list so, and there were a few names that I left out of the list that I had initially planned and then it was just all over the place, but I managed to do it. You know, it's the first time for everything. So, you know, it's obviously not going to go the way you want it to the first time, but as you continue to do it, you know, it'll be better and better. Yeah. And like you said, you had to narrow down, you had to take 200 people off of your original like list in your head. And then, so what was the criteria for how you ranked them like one to 500? So it was based on, you know, your activity, like how you've been active from, I'd say December of last year to November not November, October now, because I released the list in December. Originally, I was going to do it for October, but I was like, you know what? I'll wait until the holidays are passed by. I'll just put it for December. And then there was already the other two lists. There was the Black Wrestling 500 and there was a PWI 500. So I was like, I'm trying to space this out as much as possible. I didn't want to, you know, conflict with those two. So um, it was based on your activity uh, the championships you won. Uh, there were a few names left off because of their injuries, so I didn't really count them in because they've been off from that time frame. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's just, and then, you know, the notable promotions you've worked, there are a few wrestlers that have, you know, been showing up and showing up consistently and appearing at major promotions, so that really factored into their rating as well. Yeah, that's Again, I couldn't even fathom trying to do that, so I give you major props for doing that. And like you said, there is like two other five hundred lists out at the like basically the exact same time. So you also even though you probably didn't plan on it, like kind of competed with them in some way, shape or form. Yeah. But I like I said, I'm so happy you did that. I know people in the Latinx community were probably very happy you did that. 
Because it, it's sh- it just another light to shine on more people who don't get as much light as, like, the typical, like, white wrestler does. So I, I would hope that they appreciated that. <clears throat> so how did you get into wrestling? So it started with my two elder brothers. So they were into wrestling. And then I was sitting with them one day and wrestling with on TV. I think, I believe it was SmackDown. So, and I was just so into it. I don't know what it was about it, but I was just so into it. And then uh, I had a few cousins that were into wrestling. So I'd watch it when I was at their house. And um, there was this one guy in particular that really caught my attention. And that was Ezekiel Jackson, who is Guyanese American, which I'm also Guyanese American. So it was really inspiring to know that there was someone that looked just like me that represented me on TV. And that made me want to pursue a career in wrestling. At that time, I was like, maybe, you know, I was going to be like a wrestler, but growing older and then, you know, getting into wrestling even more, I was like, maybe wrestling not for me. I want to have a career, but just not as a wrestler. And another person that really stood out to me, two people actually, was John Cena and Brian Danielson. Uh, they were very, their characters, uh, the way they portray themselves, carry themselves, those are two guys that I really looked up to growing up and watching wrestling. Yeah, and so you said you didn't want to be a wrestler, but you still wanted to be involved. Now, I believe, according to everything in your bio, you want to be a manager for a wrestler. Yes, I do. Now, do you have a particular wrestler in mind? Maybe someone on the indies, or is it kind of just a situational thing so it kind of varies by the day like this is an answer that always changes so um i don't really have a set person in mind but i feel like whoever management would like to place me with or you know be like hey do you want to manage so-and-so or do you want to be paired with so-and-so if anyone needs help in certain aspects of like their character or their presentation that that's what I'm trying to like go for. Uh, but one person that I would like one of my dream uh, person uh, wrestlers that I'd like to manage is Sunny Kiss. I feel like we'd be a really good pairing. Uh, I know she was off television for a while and Twitter and social media was trying to advocate for her to get more TV time and kind of got it. And then we kind of lost it again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like me and her as a pairing, that would be something kind of cool. And um, yeah, that's probably the only person that I have in mind as of right now. But as I go along, I will find a few more people. I think you and Sunny could be a perfect pairing. (laughs) Honestly, just like personality-wise. Now, would you want to be more so like a heel manager or more of like a baby face manager uh i like to challenge myself so i feel like i'd want to be a heel manager more but i've always stuck to being a baby face that's literally who i am as a person too so i'm like i fit more naturally as a baby face but i would definitely want to be a heel manager i and that's something like 
everyone should experience. Everyone should challenge themselves. And like you said, you just have like this bubbly personality about you. Like you're just a nice person. So seeing you kind of flip the heel switch, I feel like could be very interesting for people. And yeah. especially the pair, like I said, the pairing of you and Sunny, like that dynamic alone could be interesting. Just heal you, heal Sunny. I'm just trying to pitch ideas. Hopefully someone in the ether is listening and we can get this going. <laughs> now, Definitely. these next two questions I ask everybody just because I'm curious about the answer. If you could have a dinner, like a table for three-esque kind of thing with any three wrestlers, now they can be dead or alive, who are you picking and why? So I'll be picking Brian Danielson, Mercedes Monet and Hangman Page. Okay. Is there a particular reason why those three? Brian, you said you like resonated with growing up. Definitely. And um, for Mercedes Monet, uh, she's helped me a, a ton uh, throughout these last couple of years. Just um, the way I present myself, the way you know, my confidence, my sense of style, it all comes from her. Like, and as for Heyman Page, he's such a really cool dude. He's so nice. He's so genuine. And I really admire that about him. He's so, so supportive to great causes. And, you know, as, cha as a champion, he's what every wrestler should aspire to be as a person and um <laughs> it's so words can't just describe how i feel about these three people and how they've impacted me tremendously yeah uh hangman page is one of the nicest people on the planet for like no reason he could just meet you off the street and probably just give you the shirt off his back that's the type of person hangman is <laughs> Now, this other one, uh, if you could write an autobiography about your life, whether it's now, your entire life, a certain section of your life, what would be the title and why? Oh, that's an interesting one. <laughs> um, I would say unwrapping the gift, so to speak, because it's, I'm the gift, you're <laughs> basically getting a glimpse into my life so you're unwrapping all the events all the experiences and everything about me so i feel like that would be a perfect title that is honestly the most spot-on title i think i've heard from people before <laughs> it just fits so well like you said you you call yourself the gift unwrapping a gift it would god that's so good i love it uh so future plans you have going on now we talked about you're still gonna do the pride month and the hispanic heritage month collages uh i see you do graphics for wrestlers for their birthdays for shows uh do you have anything you have planned the next like month or so that you want people to check out as of right now nothing in the works uh it will just be as you know i'm just going with the flow of things whoever reaches out to me reaches out to me and then 
you know, there's there are a few shows that I'm doing graphics for for the month of March and April, so I have that. But as of other projects that I'm working on for for me or for my portfolio, it's nothing yet. Okay, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I usually just let people like if they have anything plug like to plug beforehand that so this will come out tomorrow. So as and say, if you had anything you knew off the top of your head, you're doing the next month. And if you don't, that's fine. Like you said, you go with the flow. People can follow you and stay up to date with you and get a sense of the gift. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so the main, I was going to say, those were mainly the questions I had because I was very interested in your graphic design history because you're young. You're, you just turned 21, right? 21. I did. <laughs> I say that like my co-host just turned 21 last year. So it makes me feel old. I'm only 26. But it makes me feel old to see this younger younger generation so talented and so inspiring to people. I'm like, damn it. I was not like that at 21. I was drinking at a bar in college. Not doing that. <laughs> So, I I leave it to you. Do you want to know anything about me? Um, if you could... Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question that you asked me. So, if you were a manager and you could manage any three wrestlers, who would it be and why? Ooh, okay. Um... I feel like I have to pick Adam Cole. Uh, he's very inspirational. Uh, the nickname that my friends gave me for podcasting is Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. So it's kind of just right there. And like you said, uh, I feel like I'm more of like a babyface kind of person. So him being a heel, not right now, but like normally, then I think that would be very fun and challenging and just to use the dirty tactics to help him win that'd be awesome so he's definitely one i think seth would be very entertaining um, the style like i just i mainly just want his stylist <laughs> like right? him and like if i could just do like a pairing of him and becky at the same time maybe when she was like big time bex that could be cool just again the style between the two of them they're both larger than life characters seth is probably one of my favorite people right now and has been for the past few years and same with becky she's been killing it so i'll say mainly seth adam cole and one more i was not expecting this <laughs> If I could go back in time and be, like, a full-fledged adult in the, like, early 2000s, probably, like, Team Extreme, because Lita is my favorite wrestler of all time, female-wise. So, getting to manage a hardcore, crazy high-flying trio of the Hardys and Lita, I think that would be one of the coolest experiences of all time awesome I feel like you got really great taste there so i feel like you fit perfectly with any three thank that you mentioned thank you thank you thank you 
<clears throat> uh, is there anything else you wanted to ask? Uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? It can be anything happening right now with you, with wrestling, graphic design, anything that you want to talk about. I The floor is yours. So... Uh, March and April is looking pretty busy uh, wrestling-wise with shows. I have, like, two more shows this week. Uh, not this week, but in the next two weeks. Uh, there's We Are Wrestling in the Bronx. I'm going to plug We Are Wrestling in the Bronx. Uh, happening March 10th in Bronx, New York. So if there are any viewers watching here from the Bronx, do definitely check out that. And I will be at GCW in queens next friday the 17th so i've been looking forward to these two and then april dynamite's coming back to new york so i'm very excited about that i got floor receipts which is my first time on the floor i've never been on the floor so i'm very excited for that as well yeah i'm actually going to dynamite too when they come to pittsburgh in april uh so how many wrestling shows have you been to if you had to like guess I'd say, I know it's below 30, but it's above 20, so I'd say 22. 22. Do you have a favorite show you've been to, whether it's just the matches uh, or just the card in general? It's it's still at uh, Dynamite Grand Slam, the first one back in 2021. So I was like, for Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson alone, that show was just one of the best that I've been to. That's a hell of a show to go to, too. It was. I'm I am very jealous. I <laughs> New York is just like the perfect place. I feel like for wrestling because you have so many different avenues to go. I, I'm jealous of everyone who lives in or very close to New York because you. I feel like you guys just go to you guys get everything <laughs> and it's awesome for you. I definitely feel like other states get more than we do because I, I don't know why, but like we haven't had a pay-per-view. Like I'm trying to get AEW to get a pay-per-view in New York that because we had uh, full gear in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to do like the opposite. They have Grand Slam at in Jersey and the pay-per-view in New York because Arthur Ashe has a bigger capacity than prudential center so i was like maybe they switch it around but they didn't do it this time so hopefully we get a pay-per-view because i've been dying to go to a pay-per-view weekend somewhere near the area that's not new jersey <laughs> but you know it's only time will tell oh yeah i mean you i'm trying to think because aw always goes to chicago that's a given they always go to vegas always a given i feel like they've been very much in texas the past few months yeah i feel like that too it's definitely over in the west for at least last couple weeks that i've noticed yeah i feel like probably because i feel like they weren't out there very much or like at all the first like two years they were a company so maybe they're kind of just making up for that especially because the pandemic yeah. hit so they really couldn't do That's anything. True. They were stuck in Florida of all places. 
Um, let's see. If there's nothing else you want to talk about or bring up, why don't you plug your social media, let people know where they can find you, check out all of your fantastic work, and maybe hit you up if needed for designs, maybe? So my Instagram and Twitter are both at BrianFPro. Uh, it's the same layout, same profile picture, same bio, same everything. I made it very easy for everyone to find me. So do check that out whenever you get a second. And I highly recommend you do. You're very talented, like I said. Thank Again, you. for only 21 and the talent you have, it's kind of unfair to everyone else. You got to give some talent to everyone else, Brian. It's only fair. <laughs> Definitely. That's what the gift is all about. I share my talents with everyone when needed. There you go. Uh, and of course, I always have to do my spiel. You can find me on Twitter at KatieRassin13. The link tree I'm about to get all things SheLeads Showcase. Twitch.tv slash SheLeads Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com slash SheLeads Showcase. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen, SheLead is the show and the brand inside the mind of that you're listening to is the interview series and again thank you so much brian for doing this i greatly appreciate it maybe we can collab in the future on something i don't have many artistic abilities but i can try of course and if you want to have me on the show again for anything prediction wise reviews i i'm also open to that as well so i forgot to mention that i am open for if you want to have me on your show there, I know there's like a lot of people that have podcasts that do follow me. So I've been actually trying to look into doing that. Cause I do not want to start my own podcast. There's already too much as is. So I'd much rather just be a guest wherever I'm needed. So. Yeah. I, I'm a hundred percent pushing that into the ether for you. We are going to get you on podcasts. We are going to get you out there. Cause Starting your own podcast is a lot of work, and there are so many wrestling podcasts out there now. There's there's a lot of us. We kind of just multiply every day, it seems like. So, why why start your own when you can just hop on somebody's for a show and then be like, okay, bye, see you later? <laughs> it's honestly the best. Uh, so, everyone, make sure you are hitting up Brian for everything you want him on your shows. You do. Look at, look at this guy. He's great. A fantastic human being overall. Highly recommend. This was a great conversation. Again, I truly thank you for doing this because I kind of just hit you up very last minute. I was like, hey, what are you doing like soon? Because <laughs> I wanted to get you on. And again, based off of like conversations we had last year, I knew you would be interesting to talk to because you aren't a podcaster and you do something different, but still in the wrestling community. Yeah. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, and for everyone watching, listening, uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>